You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. Excited about the opportunity and really excited to get back here in Memorial. You know, everybody is uh, trying to find different ways to get them here. I'm just going to make an emphatic. I'd love to have as many people in Memorial as we possibly could get. Uh, I think our guys uh, feed off the emotion, especially that student section, uh, the way they've showed up every time has been a big part of why I think we played well at home. And, and I know that uh, last game at home, homecoming wasn't the way we wanted, but I, I promise you our team is getting better every week and you're going to enjoy watching us play. The Atlanta Guys Sports Spectacular. Stepping into hour number two, Larry Smith, Brad Sturdy, Mike Kegley, and that was Brett Bielema making the plea to fans earlier this week. Everyone involved uh, would love to have the memory of that Wisconsin homecoming game erased quickly with the win this weekend over Rutgers. Yeah, and I'm thinking that uh, James Franklin – is thinking to himself, I would love to have the memory of the Illinois loss erased so that I can stop pissing off Ohio State fans and their team by saying that Illinois is the game that I'm thinking of this week and I'm focused. That was twice in the same press conference. Uh, Brett Bielema living rent-free in the Penn State coach's head. I think James Franklin's wishing he was playing Rutgers this weekend instead of Ohio State. He's like <laughs> That too. Oh, so no, uh, yeah, there's uh, no question. I, and Brett Bielema, you know, it's the right idea trying to sell this and get some more fans in the stands and take care of business at home. And, you know, then you go on the road for a couple of games. But if you take care of business this game, I, I think you feel good about where you're at. You feel like you're you're making strides. He can sell that out of the recruiting trail. Um, but you got to take care of business in this one at home. And I, it'd be great to see a nice crowd. Um, Dad's Day things. Um, there's a... Ex, you know, with the exhibition basketball game Friday night, hopefully some people come to that and then stay overnight and go to the football game. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's funny you talk about, again, where we were a week ago and going into the Penn State game, you know, we all were concerned more about, well, can this offense score? Uh, that was number one. And then can you slow down, even though the defense has been playing great, can you slow them down? What a difference uh, a week makes. Now all of a sudden it's like Penn State has, getting asked the same kinds of questions that Brett Bielema has been asked all week long. Well, we still we still are a little concerned about the offense scoring. Sure. But, uh, but I will say that, you know, looking at the, the performance of the defense, um, it has really been outstanding. And, again, it's different guys every, every game, but there's a nucleus of young players that Illinois can build around. And it's also a nucleus of young players that other potential recruits can say I'd like to play next to that guy. Or they could just run for 400 yards every week. Just yeah. do that every week. <laughs> Piece of cake. Line up with seven offensive linemen. It's, it's so easy. See, football's an easy game. Just line <laughs> it up and run the ball 400 yards. So, no, I, I, I think it's – I think that's that's good. Don't, I, don't I think tempt him. Don't tempt yeah, Coach Bielema. It has changed. <laughs> And, and, you know, I, I still have a lot of concerns about an offense that can only, com, you know, complete a few passes. They're averaging like, you know, a yard an attempt or something like that. It's usually not a recipe for success, but they they did get it done just enough. And if the defense keeps it up there in the bargain, and I, I think they can maybe against a Rutgers team that struggled offensively a little bit, then then you, you have a chance to win again. And, and you can maybe, it would be nice not to have to go to nine overtimes, just hold it to seven or eight. But, you know, at the end, you get the dub. Well, and it's it's just amazing. You know, we talked to Jack Trudeau, and he talked about 98 Blue Dave, which went to David Williams. And it is so amazing to me on some of those plays that we knew, that the defense knew that Illinois was running the ball. And it, it didn't make any difference in the world. And it, at least for one game, we got to see that. Now we'll see if they can build on it. Mike, some of those plays they knew Illinois yeah. was running. Yeah, some exactly. of them. Well, there was like a couple every passes. Every play, I think. <laughs> There's a couple passes we we had from Casey Washington. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now I have to ask this question. So we got to follow up on this. Yeah. What we have a Isaiah Williams and Deuce Spanner, both quarterbacks. And Casey Washington, I know he played some, but why are we having him throw the ball? Let those other guys throw the ball. They can throw it just as bad. And maybe you can have Casey Washington actually catch the ball then at the other end because he seemed with his with his white gloves. Yeah, so exactly. um, you know that's the key. I mean, let the white glove guy catch it. So I don't know. Yeah, great point. And 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 that, that happened. Here's the thing too. I give Illinois and Tota Peterson credit 
for running some trick plays. I mean, you know, getting out of the box a little bit, trying to break something up and make something happen. But to your point, maybe, yeah, next time Isaiah Williams and get the ball in his hands in that situation, I'm ready to see, and I'm not being negative, but while we're, while we're throwing things on the board, I'm ready to see Isaiah Williams get a ball, catch a ball, receive a ball with the ball in his hands while he's going vertically. Every time he he gets the ball, it it's on a it's 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 a narrow slant or or he he's you know it's a, it's a play he's running you know he's in motion and he's running horizontally. I mean, I'd love to see him full speed running vertically and get the ball ten yards downfield and then turning on the Jets. It'd be too much to ask. Be like that. We need him up in up in the Canadian Football League where he could be running forward and yeah. hit the off hit the line of scrimmage at the right time. Um, if they could just do that, it'd be okay. No, I, I think that. Yeah, you'd like to see Isaiah. I'd even take just getting the ball to Isaiah Williams sometimes out in space. Yeah. You know, just so we can, you know, with the one-on-one with a blocker in front, so you know, see what happens. I mean, and, and we haven't been able to do that, and they just don't they don't execute real well uh, in the passing game. Um, and obviously, that's some quarterback issues. But doesn't matter when you run for four hundred plus yards. You can thirty-eight yards, and, and and you're saying they don't execute real well. <laughs> Maybe they struggle so, a little bit with execution. That's that's such a nice way to approach it. Hey, you, you speaking of trick plays, you know, there were they actually I will say this. Tony Peterson called a couple of good two point conversion plays to yeah. that didn't convert. They had guys wide open. Multiple wide. guys wide open. Now they missed them. They missed him up until the last play. And then Isaiah Williams ran it in. And then they got the last play where Casey Washington was wide open for like seven hours. Yes. As everybody's yelling, throw the ball, throw the ball. And then they finally threw it. But then they ran like on those two-point conversions. There were numerous plays where if you go back and watch the film, there were guys open. It's like we had opportunities to you had opportunities to convert earlier and maybe win that before you get to the ninth overtime. But it wouldn't have been as much fun then. Yeah. And, I mean, look, it, it, that's the way the team was cursed. They score 17 points on one drive, only three count. It, it <laughs> figures it figures that they're not going to get, you know, three or four or five or six two-point conversions that are wide open. Uh, poor Isaiah. He's, he's literally between, underneath the goalpost w- with a sign, and I, I think I saw him shoot a flare off in, the, in there. Because, and, there and, and he still couldn't get the ball. I felt yeah. so sorry for him. There was one where there was one where they threw tried to throw it to Barker out the back of the end zone too, and there was a guy in the flat like that nobody covered. It was like nobody's. It's like he snuck in from out of bounds and nobody covered him, and they didn't see. Him. But Illinois didn't see him either. So that's kind of how Marianne must have felt when Ginger was around on Gilligan's <laughs> Island. Nobody paid attention to her. Like, I'm gonna save you guys for yourselves. No question about it. Uh, entertaining, entertaining, historic, and a game we will never forget for. More reasons than just the nine overtimes, <laughs> Illinois, Penn State last week. Hey, on the injury front, uh, running back Chase Brown, uh, we, we know now he's good to go. Quarterback Art Sikowski, uh, who has had a hand in two of the three wins this season for the Illini, done for 2021. More on him and something you probably didn't know about the sophomore passer. It's coming up at the bottom of the hour. Next up, though, Illini recruiting news on Keds Roundup. This is the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. You're tuned in to the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. At Busey Bank, we know there's a lot to look forward to and a lot of planning along the way. Celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work. UC Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. Enjoying the game? Log on to IlliniGuys.com and join in the conversation. Our game room offers real-time chat from our team of experts and analysts to enhance your game experience. And IlliniGuys.com offers insider information on recruiting and team prep that you just won't find anywhere else, with hundreds of articles and podcasts for you to enjoy. Sign up now and become eligible for free $1,000 scholarships. The seven-day free trial makes it a no-brainer. Get in the know with IlliniGuys.com. Alanaguys.com, the only place where you will find recruiting guru Kedrick Prince and his patented recruiting roundup lasso in hand. And here we go. Alanaguys.com, recruiting of director of recruiting. There we go. Almost get hit by that lasso, Brent. Uh, Mr. Prince is here. Good, sir. Good day to you. 
Good day. Thanks for having me again, guys. I love the intro. There's nothing better. That's the Illini guy. We spare no expense here, Kedrick, to get that that whip sound. It's incredible. Hey, um, yeah. let's let's talk about some of the news that's been out there over the last uh, few days. Um, Jimmy Rolder looks like a heck of a recruit. Scott Keogh's son. What are you hearing? Well, I, it's a unique situation for the fans who don't know. Uh, this kid's a baseball player who committed to Illinois um, out of Jimmy Rolder. He's a uh, Chicago Mayor's four-star recruit. Illinois, you know, one of the assistant football coaches, uh, D-line coaches, Terrence Jamison, saw some film on the kid, kind of, you know, told Illinois, uh, Brett Bielema about him, and they liked him. And once they offered him a scholarship, the floodgates opened up. Had a really good conversation with one of my friends who worked for the University of Iowa, told me that they they absolutely love him. And not only do they think people miss on him as a football player, they think potentially he could play in the NFL at some point. I mean, this kid's got looks offers now from Michigan, Purdue, and Ohio State. This is just an amazing story. Yeah, and I heard that the Ohio State's trying to tie him up. His uh, former teammate at Marist, who's now down at the IMG Academy, uh, Carnell Tate, a wide receiver, they're trying to get Tate to come in and visit at whatever game Rolder is going to go over to Ohio State and visit. Could get interesting. The plot could thicken. Oh, most definitely. And I'll tell you what, I think the key is really going to be to, to help Illinois because they were the one school so far. They're going to let him play baseball and football both, which is very unique at the Division One level. It's hard at any level, but to do it at that level, and I think if the schools really want to get him, they're going to have to make that offer to him. And so far, Illinois is the one school that I know that said that they would do it. Excellent. You know what kind of time frame he has, Kedrick? I mean, is this a kid that probably not till February? Could we see him pull the trigger before the holidays? Uh, well, he's a class of 22 kid. I think the, I think they want to get it done. I think they want to be done with this because, you know, like, you know, Mike mentioned his father played at Illinois, his stepfather. So this whole recruiting process is going to get crazy. And the longer they let it linger, the longer the tougher it's going to be. So I think they want to try to get it done before the holidays. Yeah, it'd be great to uh, get in there. I, Ken, I know you've talked to him. You've got a piece coming up on IlliniGuys.com. Matt Stevens uh, actually was at his game last week, and it has another story that's already up. And so um, make sure you stay with IlliniGuys.com. The latest, Jimmy Rolder is is his name. Uh, Shades of Kyle Hudson, a two-sport star at the Illini. Um, that's great stuff there. Well, Ken, you also mentioned that's in football. How about basketball? Uh, there's one name we've been talking about now for uh, for several weeks, and, and that, that's a recruitment that may be coming to an end. What are you hearing? Well, the kid you're talking about, his name is Ty Rogers, who's an offload of a four-star kid. He's originally from Grand Blank, Michigan, and now he's at Harvey Thornton in the Chicago area. You know, now, I'll just be honest with all the fans, he's had a, a number of schools, but it's a two-horse race, according to very, very close sources. It's a Michigan State and, and Illinois battle, and this could, this commitment could break at any time, at, at any day. Both schools feel really good. I think they both they have a chance with him. Illinois wants a wing. They want an athletic wing in this class, and they've not had a guy like him in a long, long time at his size and his height. And he's not only a difference maker on offense, but on defense. So, at any day, I mean, you can, you're going to see you can see him pull the trigger to Illinois, Michigan State. But Illinois is not going to stop, even though they joined the party late. Yeah, he's a kid that uh, definitely fits the everyday guy's mold uh, for for. Uh, for Brad Underwood's style of player and Ty Rogers. Uh, so as kids, you look at Ty Rogers and you, you think that, you know, he's a high school kid, but he's about the only one because it seems like Illinois is going to be very active in the transfer portal in the off season. Yeah. You know what? And even if they get Ty Rogers or they don't, the one thing I, I remember hearing about Illinois is I know they're looking for a big, but the thing I like hearing about them, they just were, they were not going to settle for anybody. They're looking for a really good transfer with some size, like you mentioned, an everyday guy, a guy who fits their system and what they're looking for. So I know that's going to be one of their mainstays in the offseason. Oh, excuse me, in the transfer portal. And hopefully they can find somebody who, if they don't get somebody that they want in the transfer portal, they can find a gym in the spring. I, I know one thing we've talked about off air a lot, you know, Ked, and I've talked to you about this. It seems like when Illinois offers, we just mentioned with Rolder in football, but in basketball, when Illinois offers someone 
there's like eight offers in the next 24 hours from a bunch of schools. And you know they didn't see him. So this this kind of a piggyback recruiting or copycat recruiting seems to be becoming uh, pretty normal now. And uh, it's really wild scene, right? It is. And you, you know what? I'll tell you, they're really cautious about it now. I don't blame Illinois. They have a really good eye, football staff and basketball staff. They A lot of schools like the PR part. But you can see what happens. Illinois has a great PR department from everywhere, from the, all the fan sites and from the, the newspapers in the university. When they see a kid, when they put it out there, everyone else joins in. And so sometimes they don't want to say anything. And, and I don't blame them. I, I really don't. I've got a question for both of you. And, and maybe Brad, go first. And then Kedrick, I want to get both your, your, your thoughts on this. Year five now, the Underwood, um, the Underwood era – how has recruiting changed for these guys? I think about conversations I had, uh, Brad, with you years and you know over over the several years in terms of how they went after guys. Now it just it just feels like that they've put themselves in position on the national stage that they just the net has been cast. It's a such such more wider net than it ever was before, and so it seems to really change in terms of now. You've got this. Uh, you're now back to back in the top ten. You're getting a lot of momentum, and you can be much more choosy like you said, to kind of get um, the, the exact, not just a talented kid, but a kid that also fits the kind of mentality you're looking for. Yeah, it's it's interesting. When you look at this, Illinois is really casting wide. You look at kids like, you know, Kofi and Cabello, the best players aren't, you know, obviously Io is from Chicago and he kind of gets started. You got Demonte Williams from Peoria. And, and so you've got some guys from in-state, but what they did is they said, you know what, if we can't get some in-state guys, we'll go get some guys, national guys, and we'll pull in. We'll use our contacts and find guys. And they got a guy like Chester Frazier, Jeff Alexander, Tim Anderson, who have a lot of national connections. Also have some state connections, but they've got those national connections. And before that, you had Orlando Antigua's in the same boat. But So now I think what you're going to see is that they, they're – but I think in 23-24, you may see them go back to – They've kind of made the kids are like, hey, they're good. I want to be a part of that. So you've got in-state kids now in these coming up classes who are really high on Illinois. Well, I'll tell you what I really, really like about it to answer your question. You know, Brad Underwood, you know, is not just looking at kids to come from Illinois. He's looking at kids that fit his program, whether they're from Illinois, New York, Hong Kong, England. It doesn't matter. He wants to get kids that fit his system. But what I will say is the class of 23 and 24, there's a lot of Illinois kids that are really paying attention. A kid that we've talked a lot about here on this show is Jeremy Fierce Jr. And I'm going to tell you, every day I talk to this kid's dad, the more and more he falls in love with him. And what I love about a kid like him, he's going to recruit other kids to come with him. So they've done a good job of putting their brand out there. It's the play speaks for itself, Larry. The, the, you know, they can see what Illinois is going to do. They know how good they are. And all the kids love the fan base. So that's a kudos to the fans. Yeah, it's great perspective. And, uh, and, and thanks for answering the questions. That's one that I think that, um, uh, you know, they've made Illinois sexy again. And then I think to your point, the kids are buying in. The kids are buying in now at the freshman, sophomore level. It makes that sell much easier. You're not just relying on, you know, the, the, the parents or the coaches to, to do, uh, to talk them into it. You get the kids to buy in. So that's great stuff. Hey, Ked, thanks for that. Uh, by the way, always a reminder for up to the minute updates, check out Ked's stories on IlliniGuys.com. Also in the IlliniGuys.com message forums, uh, Ked, as you know, talks not just to the players, but to their dads. And yes, even to the moms. Wink, wink. You know that. Okay. All right. Looks like we may have some news in the not too distant future. We'll keep an eye uh, on that. Uh, Ked, appreciate that. Hey, stick with us. Ked's going to hang around with us. Uh, and after a break, it's Big Ten Hoops time. Our team picks their favorites. And one list just might surprise you of the hierarchy, the way it's all going to play out in the Big Ten. We'll talk about that coming up. This is the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on 
on mobile devices. They can do it for you, too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. Attention travelers, next Tuesday a major hurricane will cause complete chaos throughout the city. Food, water, and phone service will be in short supply. There will likely be panic citywide. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Disasters don't plan ahead. You can. Talk to your loved ones about how you're going to be ready in an emergency. Don't wait. Communicate. You know, you throw DeMonte out there with a 6'3", 6'3", but 6'11", wingspan, and, and you got great length. You, know, you got Hutch with a high motor. Um, you know, tonight I knew it was going to be a night that those guys weren't going to get a ton. But, uh, you know, I think it gives us versatility uh, and, and, and being able to put Coleman at three and, and guard and be able to do some switching if we need to. And, um, you know, so it was uh, uh, it's positive for us. I'm excited. And Hutch's athleticism, we saw Hutch go head-to-head with Io every single day. His first year here setting out, and, and we know what he's capable of. He's got a chance to be an elite defender, and, and that really excites me. The Sports Spectacular, that's Brad Underwood talking about his team's length and versatility. Larry Smith, Brad Sturdy, Mike Kegley, uh, joined again here by uh, Kedrick Prince as well. Uh, the second of two exhibition games Friday night, Illinois hosting a smaller school, Indiana of Pennsylvania. Not the Indiana of Indiana, not the Hoosiers. They come after the first of the year. Uh, but complete coverage of that exhibition game, pregame and postgame, you can find right now on IlliniGuys.com. Fellas, we talked earlier about this team, and it, it appears um, probably playing some games early on without Kofi, who, by the way, was named the Big Ten Preseason Player of the Year this week on Wednesday, a couple of days ago. What about the just how versatile this team is? Lots of options this year for Coach Underwood. Oh, yes. You know, without a doubt, uh, last Friday game against St. Francis was a small test. Um, it was NAI school, but it was good to, for them to play against different competition um, to defend things and try to run some small sets um, against somebody different than themselves. But, Larry, you mentioned the depth. It's, it's just amazing. One of the things last Friday when we're sitting at the game at Press Row, we all noticed the last scholarship player to get in the game was R.J. Melendez in the second half. And when he got in the game, he put up nine points and three rebounds. That just shows you the kind of depth that they have with this roster. And, you know, putting guys in different places. We heard about Austin Hutchinson, the hype all summer, and he looked he looked amazing. So just really, they all look really, really good. I think, you know, I wish I would have seen Plummer shoot the ball a little bit better. But, you know what, it's one game. I know that's going to happen. And I also know uh, I like to see Payne do a little bit more offensively. I think he did well on the defensive end, but just from a team standpoint, they are really, really loaded and they look really good Friday night against a lesser opponent. Yeah, it'd be nice to see uh, that three-point shot become more of a weapon for them, both to maintain their percentage, increase the number of shots they take. I'm kind of intrigued by the fact of the pressure they're going to be able to put on opposing offenses with the length that they can put out there on the wings or, you know, Frazier, you know, he's, he's a bulldog and you've got him running around and then you got Hutcherson, uh, you know, out there. I, I just think they're going to be formidable in a lot of ways this year. I think there's a lot of different things they can do both offensively and defensively that allows them to be versatile because they can play small. They can play big. They can have three small guards out there who can all really play. You can put uh, multiple – you can move a big guy to the three, basically, and play a really huge lineup. And um, offensively, they can shoot the three. They can pound the post. They can get Curbelo on a drive. They can run isolations for guys like Hutcherson. So many options for for them, and they got shooters to space the floor. So I, I think it's really fun. It's going to be a fun fun season to see. Yeah, it's going to be fun, too. Just uh, like Ked said, that, you know, seeing Melendez come in and, and do those nine points and three rebounds in just a few minutes. I mean, he, he didn't get a lot of tick, uh, but he was incredibly active. And, um, you know, <laughs> what a nice 12th man to have, if that's what it comes down to, uh, or 11th man uh, for, for this team. Okay, so where do you have this team fitting in the Big Ten race? I, I want to start with Ked, since he already posted his picks a couple of weeks ago on IlliniGuys.com. Let's just go through and, and give everyone your top three. I like Illinois, and uh, number one, and that's not be, me being a homer. We talk about the depth. 
and who they return. They return the Big Ten Player of the Year and an All-American, Roger Cabello. I like Purdue second to finish because they return a lot of people. But Illinois has played well. They've won three straight games against Purdue, but I don't know what has. I liked Michigan third. Well, I shouldn't say I liked them third. I put them third, but maybe there's another team that Maryland can sneak in there. I just think Michigan's young, but I picked those three in that order, Illinois, Purdue, and Michigan. Yeah, I think that's fair. I, I, I'm I, going to be a little bit weird. I, I, The reason I'm putting Illinois first is not because I think that necessarily Purdue doesn't deserve to be the favorite. But until Purdue beats Illinois with, I mean, this group beats Illinois, I still have to pick the Illini. But I think Purdue, Michigan, and Illinois are all very close. I got Purdue second and Michigan third. Biggest concern for both, both all three of those teams, they all have big guys. They all have a, you know, a guard, um, but they don't, it's who's going to be dominant on the wings. Illinois has got a lot of experience, a lot more experience than maybe the other two. And I think more versatile, maybe Purdue has the experience, maybe doesn't have as much talent. Michigan may have the most talent, but they're young. Now I'm going to pick my sleeper at fourth. So I'm my sleeper team, and it's going to be, Illinois fans may not like this. I really think I've been more and more, I've been studying them. I really think Indiana is going to be better than people think. Wow. Um, their transfers are, are going to be really helpful to them and, and allow them trace Jackson Davis to be more effective. So we'll see how that goes, but that's my, that's my fourth um, team. Yeah. And I had Illinois first Purdue second, and then I kind of dropped Michigan down. I actually had Ohio State and Indiana and put Michigan at five. I, I think you're asking an awful lot of these freshmen. Now, if they live up to their billing, maybe it won't be a big deal. But I, I think Michigan may have a tougher year than people anticipate. Yeah, I'm along this, the, that way too. And, um, you know, I've, I've got Illinois one for the same reason. You've got, you know, two of, you know, Andre Corbello with every week gets more and more uh, props nationwide. I mean, kind of the attention, I couldn't figure out that he wasn't getting in the offseason. All of a sudden now people are like beginning to notice, like, no, this guy's really good. I just saw CBS Sports this week name their top 100 players. Kofi number two behind Drew Timmy of Gonzaga. You've got Corbello at 24. They've got Trent Fazier at 89. Uh, they've got Trent in there. So I, to your point, I think they're, it's a veteran team. It's a loaded team. A uh, lot of options. There's good shooting. You've got all the different pieces there. They have some experience now, and I think that Illinois is number one. To that point, Purdue not quite as experienced. I've got them number two. I'm going out on a limb. I've got Maryland number three. I've got Ohio State four. I've got Michigan to five. And the reason why is because of the freshmen, and I want to see Juwan Howard now in your third year without beelines, guys. How are you going to do bringing these young guys along? Um, and so that's where I've got uh, got those guys, no question. So we'll see. We'll keep track and see who comes closer if we get down to uh, Big Ten tournament time. Hey, Ked, thanks for uh, sticking around with us. We'll talk with you next week. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it, as always. All right. Kedrick Prince, uh, we'll get that lasso out. Don't think we forgot the recruiting roundup. Just a, just a one block later, he's going to ride off into the sunset on his old place. All right. Kedrick Prince, director of recruiting for IlliniGuys.com. Be sure to check him out. We've got more football on the way. Illini hosting Rutgers. This is the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. I think the greatest thing that, that we can do is continue to take this program and advance it forward. Um, I think the important part on Saturday is obviously to, to get the win, uh, to have the nine overtimes and all that goes into it. I think that game was earned. Uh, I really do believe that uh, our guys, I challenged the guys all week for the 74 players hopping on that plane. Uh, the coaches that were uh, going over there with us, uh, the support staff that we were going over there with one intent to win the football game. We're not going to play in a game, we're going to win a game. Uh, and I don't think anybody on that sideline, at least on our sideline, uh, was surprised by the result. I said that to him at halftime. Uh, was very emphatic about that, and to have that faith for nine, nine, uh, nine overtimes to replace an offensive tackle, who, in my opinion, is probably one of the better players in this league, uh, to replace a running back that went down uh, during the course of the game, to replace a quarterback that re went down during the overtime fanatic, and, th and to have a returning quarterback to come back off the bench and throw the game-winning uh, two-point conversion speaks of volumes about what this is. You have a defense that played extremely well. Um, uh, two inside linebackers who uh, didn't even start in the first game. Um, uh, the two starters, Jake Hansen and C.J. Hart, have now been removed from the year. And to have those guys step into those roles, um, uh, the law firm of uh, Newton and Randolph, uh, those guys, the way they played inside uh, was, was just incredible with their extension, their hands. And, and Isaiah Gay, we actually gave him an MVP honor with just the way he played uh, and, and really uh, set the tone out there. So a lot of really good things.
Final half hour here of the Sports Spectacular. Illini versus Rutgers, 11 a.m. kickoff at Memorial Stadium. It'll be on Big Ten Network if you can't make it down to Champaign. And guess who will be there? Yeah, yeah, this guy. Uh, you know, not having to be in a TV studio on Saturdays and not having younger kids at home has, has really changed my, my game habits, guys. The last time that I attended two games at Memorial Stadium in the same season, I was working at Channel 15 in Champaign. 1990 and i get to see brad sturdy and wish him happy birthday how cool is wow. that 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 is really cool i mean i you should be really happy about that <laughs> so uh you know in 1990 speaking of birthday 1990 i was like i what was i like i don't know i was really young back then you much younger grad weren't you You're getting <laughs> college graduate yet i was not i was not graduated from college yet so yeah i would take go. however old you are brad and subtract 31 years <laughs> well i try and See, but when we get this old, you you don't you, you, it takes like more than fingers and toes to do the math. So when you're this old, so um, <laughs> now when you're when I get as old as you, then it's yeah. really hard. I mean, you start in yeah. triple digits, it's tough. Yeah, um, yeah, you know that Red Grange. You know, he and I used to celebrate our you birthdays guys, when you guys were hanging out. It was yep. tough. Go to yeah, we go to the Sodi Fountain. Yeah, that's right. Go to light blue, col- light blue column on the abacus for that to try to make sure and carry the wine. Exactly. Exactly. Out. Oh, my. Well, Brad, uh, happy birthday is what we're trying to say to you, of course. Uh, Thank you. Appreciate uh, it. Appreciate it. Good, uh, good birthday weekend. Hey, let's talk Illinois defense. Uh, once again, uh, taking on Rutgers. Uh, still giving up just 18 points uh, per game in the last five games compared to 34 per game in the first three contests. No takeaways at Penn State last week, and that'll be tough again versus the Scarlet Knights. Rutgers uh, guys only six turnovers on the season. I think it's good though that they're dominating the offensive line and defensive line. I mean they're dominating line play, which means that you don't have to rely on turnovers completely to to get success. In a Lovey Smith era, basically it came down they give up like a thousand yards and hope <laughs> they get a turnover. They get like, hey, we forced three turnovers. They scored forty points, but we had three turnovers. And got all this stuff. <laughs> so, so it was just a different mentality. Now, this is more solid. You know, it's almost like I look back to. I'll, I'll liken it to basketball because I always go back to basketball. Brad Underwood's first couple of years. Remember, they're leading forcing turnovers in the nation, but they weren't the most efficient defensive team last year. They were like seventh in the country in defensive efficiency. Didn't force very many turnovers. There you go. Yeah, and and I love. I love the line play that we're seeing defensively. And then the ability of these linebackers to square up and deliver a hit that, you know, it it is just, it's, it's just such a throwback. It kind of reminds me a little bit of those McAvick and, and white defenses where they beat people up at the end of the game. You know, we think of those eighties Illini teams in the early nineties as being finesse teams. But they beat people up, and Bielma's team, you know, you expect that to happen. And now it is. I didn't expect it this quick, and, and it gives us real hope for the future. You know, and one thing watching that Penn State game, um, the adjustments, not just that Ryan Walters made, but the players made on the field. I think back to the Virginia game where, I mean, the, Virginia had two touchdowns before most of the fans found their seats. I mean, in the first five minutes, it was 14 nothing before you even found the game on your radio. Um, but you know, what I, what was amazed was, was that they had the two really good defensive series in the first quarter. The Penn state comes out with a quick strike. Clifford starts passing. They run down the field. I mean, they're just running right past the Illini DBs. They're going for a touchdown. That was the only touchdown they allowed the entire game. I mean, even going into overtime. So again, I think the credit to not just Walters of calling the right shots, but to the players now, uh, and, and the coaching staff of understanding what to do, where to be, how to adjust, how to read what's going on, how to react, and how to make plays. This team wasn't doing that six, seven weeks ago. You know, that's a very good point. I think some of that's, uh, you know, you got young guys. You're going to have some breakdowns occasionally, but they've got a little talent. And so they're adjust- they're learning. These guys are learning out on the field. They've got some guys who don't have as much, you know, field time. And they've moved some positions, tweaked some things, and – now you're getting – they start – maybe it takes that first drive to kind of figure it out, like, oh, this – they're going to do that. And then they adjust. They realize it. They kind of get the game flow. And that's going to happen with younger guys who have some talent. So this bodes well for the future. Get some experience, and maybe you don't give up that early one, and you don't have to go to the ninth overtime then. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes I, I like the fact that when they make mistakes, they make them at full speed, 
they make them hard and nobody's standing around any piles. This is a, this is a little bit of a throwback defense. And I think it's setting a tone for what the future has in store. Um, and, and there's even a nucleus of younger players that we'll be able to build around over the next few years. It's a, it's exciting time that I didn't anticipate. If you would have told me the defense was going to look like this, this current year, I would have laughed at you and said, no way. So I'd have been wrong again. We've talked so many times about Illinois football scorched earth. We're used to that, Mike. It's okay. That's right. (laughs) Hey, at least I'm consistent. (laughs) Starting from ground. That's true. That's right. And uh, certainly something to build on. Again, Illinois Buckers, 7 a.m. on Saturday. Love, love. Uh, Stay with us right now. Big Ten honors still on the way. We've talked a bit about that. We'll talk a little bit more. And up next, that other story about Art Sikowski that you probably didn't know about until earlier this week. Stay with us. It's the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. You're tuned in to the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows, or door, worn-out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom, or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions. 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000, HX Home Solutions. Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. At Busey Bank, we know there's a lot to look forward to and a lot of planning along the way. Celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868, Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, member FDIC. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. One player we know we will not see in an Illinois uniform until next season is Art Sikowski. The sophomore quarterback breaking his arm on that fourth overtime period. It was pretty obvious right away. The training staff placing his left non-throwing arm in a soft air cast right there on the field before he left the field. But in announcing that this week, uh, head coach Brett Bielema revealed something about Sikowski that we didn't know before. Take a listen. So when Art first got here, um, as he began to go through things, you began to see that maybe he um, wasn't uh, throwing the ball as effectively as he maybe thought he was at one point and did. And so it was uh, brought to our attention that he was uh, in need of a, a shoulder surgery at some point. Um, he rehabbed it, did everything he possibly could do to get to the beginning of the season. Um, but we knew at some point uh, he was going to have to undergo surgery. It would take about a six to seven month recovery process. It was an injury that he sustained before he ever came here. Um, and uh, just give a tremendous, I, 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 have, I can't tell you how proud I am of that kid, what he did uh, to come in, to come in the way he did in Nebraska, to come in and do what he did and propelled us to wins. Um, and, and obviously all the way down to that final play the other day, knowing that he isn't, you know, whatever percentage it is, it's not, not anywhere close to 100%. Boy, that really shows the, the toughness of Art Sitkowski. But it kind of makes you wonder that Art is your starting quarterback with an injured shoulder and it you have to question the depth like you know you go home and tell your parents well who's the guy well the guy in front of me has a torn labrum but you know other than that i'm really doing well you know so it, it kind of puts a, a I, I don't know I, it just seems like that if you've got a guy who's got an injured shoulder and can't throw and he's your quarterback it'd be like sending him out there a pitch and, and you probably wouldn't do that so i don't know seems kind of wild yeah it's certainly indicative of the lack of recruiting uh, successes under the prior regime. And I have admired how uh, the current staff hasn't used that very often or touched on that subject when it's clearly probably the overriding, uh, you know, hangover from the prior prior staff. Um, And I don't know what you do when you've got a quarterback who shows how tough he is by going out like that. A lot of Illini fans have been frustrated with Art. And you got to wonder, 
you know, there's probably a reason why he wasn't making some of those throws if you have a torn labrum. But, yeah. you know, I, I kind of feel bad for, for uh, you know, getting as frustrated as I did with him when you don't know that that's going on. Yeah, all of a sudden his, his, his performance. It, it, yeah, go ahead, Brad. Makes, it makes sense. But here's, a, here's my thing. Like, you got to wonder, like, if you had a quarterback on this team now, see, I'm getting greedy now. <laughs> If you have a legit like quarterback who's healthy and can make all throws, you're six and two. Yep. There's no question. You're six and two right now, and you know, and you 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 can take. We'll lose. You know, you can take the Virginia loss because they didn't get out of bed that morning, and you can take. You know, Wisconsin kind of dominated the line of scrimmage, whatever. But they're six and two with a with a legit power five starting. You know, level quarterback and. We're all really excited right now. So I, I don't know. It kind of tells you that, you know, where they're at in the quarterback position. They got to add some talent at that position. Yeah. And I wrote a while back the one thing that I would do if I was a college coach is I would sell my soul for a quarterback every year on the roster who was talented. And I would also make sure that this fine print said that that quarterback was healthy because you can do just about anything in college football if you got to, if you've got the right guy behind the center well let's look ahead to to, to next year um you know you've got the transfer portal you know name we have no idea who's going to come in and be a part of this quarterback room here uh, between now and next august um but you know is Sikowski going in as your projected starter at the moment but we just saw this week harrison bailey a four-star five-star kid out of georgia one of those prolific passers in in georgia high school history among the names of trevor lawrence and deshaun watson and jake Fromm. He's looking for a school. Maybe Spencer Rattler, the Heisman leader coming into the season. Maybe he's looking for a school. Charlie Brewer, who three-year starter, four-year starter at, at Baylor and began starting at Utah. I mean, you've got some options there. Where you could bring in somebody who's a really solid quarterback. And by the way, now you already have your defense. That foundation's already laid. So imagine to your point, Brad, you were saying earlier, you've got the defense to your point, let's get greedy. What if you get an offense now that's more vertical along with this this stable of running backs you've already established this year? That gets fun. Yeah, there's no question. I mean, the running game, those running backs are, are I mean, <laughs> Brown and McCray. And, you know, even I, I thought the other guys, Norwood and Reggie Love, looked good early in the season. So they've got a stable of five and Hayden, you know, five guys that can, you know, are, are effective running backs, but obviously the two stand out and you put those guys and you get some, add a wide receiver and you fill in those, get those offensive lines. is going to be the big thing. Cause they do lose a lot there, but they got a couple guys coming back. You give them a good quarterback. Boy, it's a, it's a totally, it's a game changer. This team could actually be pretty good with that defense. Yeah. And you take a look at a place like Ohio state or Alabama, I mean, Ohio State, you know, Stroud's a redshirt freshman. He's backed up by a freshman, Kyle McCord. And then Jack Miller III is a redshirt freshman at third string. Those guys are all talented players, and they're not all going to stay there. So if, uh, if I'm a quarterback, I'm maybe Illinois with the line play that, that uh, Coach is famous for, maybe that's a destination for once. Certainly a selling point. There's yeah, no question about that. Maybe Brett Bielema can say you can be the next Russell Wilson, exactly. and uh, you know come in here, and then you'll automatically be an All-Pro quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> that's all you got to do. Sell, baby. And that's that's what we do. You get to marry Sierra. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Where do I sign up? <laughs> Illinois yep. Rutgers. I'm in. Uh, that's right. That's you right. know, coaches listening to us going, "Hold on, there." Larry said Sierra. <laughs> Sierra comment. <laughs> I'm going to have to Google Brad said. <laughs> That's right. And by the way, I, I, I saw the Tony Romo comments this week. I'm not saying Mary Sierra, like Russell Wilson's wife, you can marry someone like Sierra a singer. So don't tweet at me. I got that. So did you, right. did you, did you mention you were going to marry Tony Romo or what happened? I don't no. even know what that is. Well, Tony Romo uh, last week um, during the, when he, Tom Brady throws his 600th touchdown, pass i guess as mike evans throws into the stands and i guess tony yeah. Rumble, when he went to get it he made a comment that he was he was kind of you know uh mimicking what the conversation could have been like there to get the ball back <laughs> okay saying oh yeah offer a date with with gazelle yeah yeah i'm in a date with gazelle i'm in and and 
there was some there was some some uh, columnists this week that took offense to that, and I get that. I get that. So um, you know, we're all big Tony Romo fans. I, I'd like to see Tony get back to the Tony of two years ago. Um, let's talk more about the yeah. game and um, you know focus in. Yeah. Stop talking over Jim Nance. Hey, we're talking about him on this show, so I guess all publicity's good, right? Yeah. Well, guess what? Yeah, I'm a big Romo fan though too. Yeah. But I think uh, I think it's funny. I mean, I thought I thought it's kind of funny. I, you just can't take it that personally. I mean, really. I mean. We'd all date Giselle if she asked. Come on. <laughs> Am I wrong? I mean, if she's not asking, fit. but I mean, if she, I mean, my wife knows. I tell her, we, we joke about that. If Giselle, Jennifer Aniston, these people come call me, I'm not going to say no. She knows. And I don't I, know, man. Knows, Je- uh, I watched Jennifer Aniston. Whatever she did, like plastic surgery wise, just did not work. I, if you watch her on really? her morning show, it's a little scary. But now, now Sierra, I you know, Russell Wilson can get the game ball from me, I guess. Jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm going to move on. And uh, believe it or not, coming up yeah. next, the worst story of the week. And it's not that that we just talked about. It's something else. We'll have a new low. <laughs> it's a new low. Not even Mike. King Downhill King. we go. <laughs> we are spectacular. Back after this. <laughs> Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. At Busey Bank, we know there's a lot to look forward to and a lot of planning along the way. Celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. Shout out to Macon, Illinois native Brian Snicker, the former National League Manager of the Year, has his Atlanta Braves in the World Series for the first time since 1999. One of the true class acts in sports. Remember when he was uh, used to be a, a base coach for the Braves back in the day under Bobby Cox and later a manager of AAA team in Gwinnett uh, Braves there in suburban Atlanta. Uh, we at Atlanta guys are so proud of uh, Brian Snicker and his son, by the way, who is the Astros Hitting coach, uh, both those teams, the World Series, continuing in Atlanta this weekend, guys. Yeah, he's a he's an old school guy. You know, he doesn't doesn't really get into the analytics, so it's kind of fun to see old school guy uh, have success. And you know, definitely want the Braves to beat the Astros. Sorry, people who are listening, Houston, don't. I'm sorry, I'm not an Astros fan anymore. I was kind of excited about him, and I, I go back to the Braves. I was really excited when the Braves like were so terrible forever. And then they were good when I was in college. So we actually watched the Braves and it was like, yeah, this is fun. They're good. These are fun guys. And you know, then they won for like 84 years in a row. And <laughs> then now they're back again. Now they're back again. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's hope for the Braves. The Houston's got a lot of baggage that I don't mind not getting a, a world series ring for these guys. They, they put their baggage in the trash can, Mike. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, Did you hear exactly. it? Oh, you didn't hear it. Nice. Well done. Well played. I, I I do have a Dusty Baker story though that I could not tell on radio. Um, it's that good. Um, so yeah, we'll hold on to that. But yeah, I got it for for a Snicker and the Braves. That's it's a good guy and his wife Ronnie. Um, okay, I, I mentioned earlier the worst story ever, worst story of the week, I should say. You ready for this? All right. Yes. So, so down in, in in rural Kentucky, this probably week, not, but it's bad. It's even worse what Mike talked about. Last you don't even have to continue on, Larry. You don't have to get <laughs> down in rural Kentucky. That was enough. Just stop there. Worst story of the week. Worst story of the week. So there's a woman who she borrowed a sex toy from her male cousin. The cousin the next day goes to retrieve it. They get into a fight over it and she stabs him in the arm and winds up facing charges now. All kinds of charges. Um over a sex toy. I, I don't so really know where to go. Did she there. stab him with the sex toy? He stabbed him with a knife. Was it? Did she stab him with the sex toy? Was the with a knife? Oh, okay. I didn't know. I didn't know exactly yeah. where it was. But yeah, with with a knife. Couldn't she get one on Amazon? I well, mean, you would think. Couldn't they have like shared or got one on Amazon? I, I don't know. Is that worth killing someone I, over? I'm not certain what's worse. Tra- trying to stab somebody or like sharing it with a cousin. Well. I'm just, I'm just a little, I'm, I'm a little. We said, Mike, we already said rural Kentucky. Rural I, just, Kentucky. I was going to say, I'm, I'm extremely perplexed 
Um, I guess is that, uh, what's that big blue nation? Is that what that area is called? Rural Kentucky, big blue nation. That's the whole, that's the whole Commonwealth. <laughs> that's the whole. I don't know if it's. <laughs> oh, is this, is this something that, is this is like a recruiting perk that the, that, you know, Orlando and Chin are talking about, Hey, look what happens in Kentucky. Nope. Well, suddenly, no, that was Patino already took oh, care that- of that. <laughs> yeah, Patino took that, but so, suddenly Chin's Patino's video, cornered the market on that. Suddenly Chin's video last spring takes on a whole new meaning if you add in this story. Jeez. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My <laughs> Lord, I tell you what. Um, yeah, and, and you had to you had to have you had to deliver this story with a straight face on the air. I did. Yeah. I don't know how you do that. It did. So well, I'm a professional. So. <laughs> Years, years of practice. My producer's laughing at him. Little. My, my co-anchor. My, everyone's laughing at me the whole time. So my floor director laughing at me. I'm just straight things as if it's. You know if they're giving you true stories, Larry, or are they just trying to get you to read stuff to see if you'll crack up? Well, time will tell. <laughs> I'm, I'm Ron Burgundy. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> so there you Larry, go. So, Larry's going to kill us when we start going into our anchorman routine. <laughs> Well, this is a, hey, you know what's great? This is why Larry went into broadcasting to have <laughs> stories like that. I mean, that's what it's all about. I mean, hey, you know, that's why Larry was the kind of a big deal. Said, Maybe someday he is. He's kind of a big deal. I'm kind <laughs> of a big deal. So <laughs> I, I he, that's how that's on Larry's business. Larry that's on his business someday, card. <laughs> his business card. I'm he says gonna, Larry Smith. I'm have, kind of a big deal. <laughs> When he was at EIU, he said, someday in rural Kentucky, there's going to be a sex toy story, and I'm going to deliver it with a straight face. That's right. Because I'm a professional. There's a sex toy in, in rural Kentucky, and I'm going to cover it. <laughs> that. There it is, your worst story of the week. Made even worse by the Illini guys. We got to call it good. Oh, my goodness. Two hours, once again, flies by way too fast. Uh, thanks to Jeff Goodman of Stadium. Uh, boy, I'm laughing so hard. I'm sweating. We appreciate that Jeff Goodman came on the show. And, uh, again, the Sturdy for 30 podcast. Go to LaniGuys.com to find the entire interview with that. Just a reminder, again, complete coverage of the Illini basketball and football games this weekend on IlliniGuys.com. As always, free seven-day trial. Nice little test drive before you pay any money. Easy. I don't want to hear anything from you guys about that line, uh, but very few people <laughs> leave after that. We've got the best insiders and very savvy members, and we'd love to have you join us at lineiguys.com. Enjoy the games, and we'll meet again right here, same place and time next week. Stay safe and go Illini. I-L-L. This has been a presentation of LMBC Sports, LLC, and JM Talent Productions. We'll be back next week on the Illini Guys Radio Network on these same stations across Illinois.